1: Jacob Albrot, Tommy Kester. This
0: is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right,
1: welcome in everybody. Sports Daily, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving It will be our final show of the week. We are thankful for all of you. Thanks for being here with us. Jacob Albrock alongside Paul Savage. Tommy will be back next week. We've got lots of good stuff coming up today. We've got Wichita State Athletic Director Kevin Saul joining us top of the next hour. We will make our football picks. Tommy sent his in. Uh, We decided to go ahead and do this this week. We'll do our 10 games as we typically do. There's a lot of good ones on the schedule. So we'll get through that a little bit later in the show as well. Uh, We will, of course, talk about KU last night. Uh, Very disappointing outcome for the Jayhawks. We'll get into all of that. Uh, LeBron James makes history. We have new CFP rankings with a little flair and intrigue this week. It's all coming to you here on Sports Daily. I'm Jacob Albrock alongside Paul Savage. The IHOP hotline will be open for you uh, here in the first hour at 869-1240. IHOP, where guests can try the homestyle turkey and stuffing melt which is deliciously comforting melt with roasted turkey, mayo, grilled Mm. onions, cornbread stuffing, mixed berry topping, and a four-cheese blend, griddled with our multi-grain bread and served with turkey gravy and a choice of side. Uh, So there you go on the IHOP hotline. Paul, you got big big Thanksgiving plans tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I got
0: plans with the family like always. And by the way, just to let you know and your wife know as well, I had my assignment, ran by, picked up a couple gallons of tea, at HTO, I mean, we we serve HTO HTO with uh, with meals right now. That's evidently what we do, and we do it. <laughs> and I was sent by to pick up a couple gallons, and, and and by the way, it's it's a great addition to a Thanksgiving dinner if you are out yeah. and getting stuff for your dinner. Stop by HTO, get a couple of gallons of tea. Uh, it's very popular. Those two gallons that I bought will not be there by the end of the day on on thursday so anyway just thought you'd get a kick out of knowing that yeah we love it it is you guys have kind of become a part
1: of our family tradition jacob we love it we'll give away some hto a little bit later in the show uh you know it's the busiest week of the year in a lot of ways this thanksgiving a lot of people get gallons you've got one more day to do that by the way if you want to stop by hto in east or west wichita or there in derby Uh, That's it. We're closed tomorrow, but we got plenty of gallons today. So if you need to grab some for the big holiday celebration, uh, swing into one of the stores and do that. They'll get you taken care of. All right, Paul, KU last night, it was a late night and a quick turnaround with the loss. That means they play here at one thirty today. Um, It's like a five fifteen wake up time, I believe, locally for them now because they lost and they get to go play Tennessee. Who is going to bang it around a little bit? Tennessee, if you watch that game against Purdue, very physical. That was just like a slugfest in that game. So, I, I, you know, this is not good. This is not good. KU did not look good last night. You know, they struggled at times against Kentucky. We certainly saw them struggle through the preseason, if you want to call it that, some of the exhibition and things like that. I, I'll, I got to tell you, Paul, and and I'm big on this roster. They are not yet at the level I think they need to be and they're certainly going to fall off the number one spot not you know who cares about that but you know, I do think this is one of the best teams in the country and I just don't think we're seeing them play that way yet
0: right and I think that's an excellent point there's got to be some things. I mean they're shooting the ball they could shoot the ball a little better they, they they need to up a little bit with the three point not a lot but they need to get a little better at that but you know Jacob what this game came down to is mind games and whether you like to admit it or not, you know, you know, mind games can be a huge part of a basketball game. Shaka Smart did a did a tremendous job about kind of getting uh, into the head of the uh, University of Kansas players and Bill Self, by the way. I believe that to be the case as well. Did a great job of, of getting into the heads of their And basically throughout most of that game, he lived rent free in the heads of some of those players. And uh, he, he, he was masterful at that. And I think. You know, minimally speaking, but when you play the number four team in America, you know, you've got you to have your head on right. You've got to be uh, concentrating. You've got to be focused. There's uh, Use it, whatever coaching words you want to use. And I think Shaka Smart did a great job of getting into the heads of basically everybody on the KU bench and floor. So with that being said, you know, hats off to Shaka Smart. He worked KU like a marionette on some strings.
1: Well, they, they sped him up, and, and the broadcast was great about it. KU just didn't look comfortable moving at that pace, and I'm not sure that they will look comfortable moving at that pace. You know, I don't think that they want to play that way, and Marquette just made them do that. And, you know, th- those are things. Again, look, big picture and long term, this stuff that happens now doesn't really matter as long as it's corrected, and I think that it will be. But KU's going to learn about the best version of itself, certainly, here in these early games, these early really good games, um, you know, you can't score 59 points, right? Like that's, that's the, that you, you they turn the ball over way too much. Uh, McCullough was great. Dickinson, I thought Dickinson sort of disappeared in the, you know, after the first real surge in the game, when he was out there and, and it looked like Marquette wasn't gonna have an answer for him. He just sort of went away a little bit. Certainly from what we have seen him be, Kevin McCullough was good. Kevin McCullough was really good. But he turned the ball over six times. The the player that I thought had one of the one of his worst games over his KU career, DeWan Harris Jr. didn't play well at all. And you know I, I suspect that he'll bounce back from that and I don't know why that is, but he didn't. And then you know KU we know they don't have much depth Look, Nicholas Timberlake just he, he's not he's not bringing it right now he's not he doesn't look like he's at the level of his you know peers at the moment if he doesn't get it turned around and if he doesn't become a key contributor that makes KU even more thin you know El Marco Jackson and Jamar McDowell look like they belong not that they played the best but I think they'll be there and then Parker Brown's gonna just you know be a guy that can get McCullough and or, K.J. Adams, a little rest, and we'll see what Johnny Furphy is. But this is a thin team. It's a very thin team. Their starting five is incredible. And then there's a lot of work to be done behind them. And, you know, a big reason for that, Paul, I think, is because of the inexperience there. And you have to bake in some improvement among freshmen, right? Uh, so I, I think McDowell and El Marco Jackson are going to get better. I think Johnny Furphy will probably get better. So I think they'll get there. They just have to figure out who they are. Like, who is KU? And I think that, you know, they're certainly a more meticulous offense than we saw yesterday. They didn't play well at all sped up. Are they going to be a team that plays well sped up? I don't know. I think a lot of that has to do with Hunter Dickinson, probably. Like, you know, for a lot of years, we see KU run it. I'm not sure we're going to see that this year. Maybe we do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But Marquette? Marquette just flat out played them last night. Yeah. And, we, you know, we saw Illinois outplay them in that exhibition game. We saw Kentucky, for a lot of it, outplay them and just sort of – it's I, I don't want to say out-athlete them, but that's, that's what it looks like. Like, that's what it looks like to our eyes. I don't think that's the case. But when teams are able to speed you up and KU just gets uncomfortable there, I mean, that's clearly what you do. Tennessee's going to come in there today, Paul, and just – you know, just, they're going to just bang them, man. They're just going to get physical and we'll see if KU responds to that with its lack of depth and with the quick turnaround that they've got to deal with now, that's the way that game's going to go. You know, that's what Rick Barnes is going to do. Watch sure. that Purdue game. And then you watch the the KU game yesterday. You know, exactly how this is going. You know, exactly how Tennessee would like for it to go. They're going to run it and they're just going to be really, really physical with KU to try and take advantage of, of the lack of depth there. What you're saying is
0: that Tennessee's going to watch film. I mean, they watched the game in person probably, well, they but, the game, but they're yeah. going to break it down. I mean, you know they're going to come in and break it down. They're going to say, this is what we need to do, and, and, and get ready because you're basically going to get fairly close to a replay of what Marquette tried to do and what Marquette tried to do. They had their will. They did very well. I like your point, though, with the bench. This is a bench that's basically, you know, it produced five field or well, five field goals off the bench. I mean, you got to do better than that. You got to do better. You got to have more scoring come off. You got to get more relief. You, in fact, at some point you're going to have to get more minutes than you're than they're getting right now. So, you know, y- your point about the bench is really well taken. And I'm not sure I know which scenario you said is an experience, or maybe they're not as good as we think they are. I'm not sure. We, you know, time will tell, won't it? I think time will tell. And we'll we'll figure this out. But your point about the bench, I I think to watch tonight is, can the bench contribute a little more than it's contributing right now to the starting five? And I think that's I think that's basically where you and I both have is probably one of the major concerns with KU at and this it's, very moment.
1: It's really everybody else, right? Because Marco Jackson's been starting, but if we take him as one of the young guys, you know, we, we know. We know what we're getting with KJ Adams, Hunter Dickinson, Dewan Harris, and Kevin McCullough. I think we right? do. It's as good a it's as good a top four as there is in I would America. Take them for sure. After that, though, the rest of the team, you know, if that group shot five of nineteen from the field, that's not going to get it done. They've got to have better offense mm, out of the rest of the right. guys than than that. That's right. So, you know, and and really like Parker. Brown, who was one point, he's not even going to get counted into that as much. It's really Furphy, Timberlake, McDowell, and Jackson, and and so, you know, it, it it gets tough when you see those guys play that way. And they, but they've got to also have some time to get better because three of those guys are freshmen, mm-hmm. and they are going to need a little right. time to to get up to speed with the rest of them. Again, I for me, I I thought that Dewan Harris just did not play well at all as bad as I can remember seeing him play. Right. And what will be interesting is how much KU and and they have been for two years now. So it won't surprise me if they are, but how much they're sort of just dictated by what he does because he offensively, he picked them up in the Kentucky game and put them on his back. Right. The first two games of the season when he basically didn't shoot, they look good. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday he just didn't play well. He was mm-hmm. turning the ball over. Uh, he he just looked a little out of sorts. So if he bounces back, we'll we'll watch him a little bit and watch him closely. And the, Hunter Dickinson can't disappear in a game like that. He just can't. No, like you can't. And and I don't know what what that had to do with Marquette getting physical with him about halfway through the first half, and then you had the little scuffle and the tiff and all that stuff. I don't know, but I know that he can't. Not he just he can't. They have to run their offense through him. And we've seen this well-oiled offense when it's him and their are quick passes and he gets a shot up quick. Like, that's great. And look, K, I, I get it. K.J. Adams is dealing with a terrible situation, you know, off the court and all the credit in the world to him for being out there right now. And this isn't the full full version of KU, but what it is is, you know, he maybe gives us a glimpse of if there's any injury or time missed by any of those four key guys, what is this team going to be? And I think we're learning early on that that's – that's the weakness of this team is its depth for sure. And we'll see if they get there. They gotta shoot free throws right. better, Paul. Yeah. They you can't do- you can't shoot fifty six percent from free throw. That's not gonna cut it.
0: That's right. Mind if I ask you a quick question? Just love to get your opinion on Timberlake because that's a kid that I thought was gonna contribute more than he's doing. And right now he's struggling right now. Uh, he's not. Yeah, he doesn't look, He, he almost, looks outmatched. Well, what do you make of that? I mean, here's a kid. He's a senior. I mean, this is a this is a kid that I, I, I make thought...
1: of it that he came in from Towson. I mean, I, you know, like I I just don't know that he's been at at this level and this magnitude before. That might be a good point. That might be a good And, point. It's, a good and point. it's and he's not there yet. And I don't know if he will be. Uh, I don't know if he can get there. He's not shooting it well. He's that, missing free oh, throws. Missing all, yeah. Like if. If you can't, he's got to be able to to hit threes and certainly make his free throws. I don't know how many free throws he's going to take this year, but he's got to be able to shoot the three, mm-hmm. and he's got to be able to contribute defensively. Right. Uh, and he just doesn't look like he's there yet. Right. Well, and I, least- you know, I don't, I don't know if he will be, but I, but I, I they got to have him to some capacity. But right now, of their, you know, nine man rotation, he's nine of nine for me.
0: Well, at least he's got a movie career to you know fall back on.
1: Music, I guess. I suppose Justin Timberlake is also an actor. Oh, are you kidding? he's yeah, one of my top three
0: male actors. Are you kidding? He is actors? One of, yes, one of my top. Because three of top.
1: his work in, because of his work in Trolls, or what? No, like what, not, what has no, he been? I've not seen
0: a well out of time. That was fantastic. Have you ever seen that? Movie? Out of time. Out of time. Have out not, of time. Have you not ever seen that? Fantastic! What a job of acting the guy did. Chad, what are you looking at me like that for? I'm, out of, I'm getting
1: out of time was an interesting movie. Yeah. It was what it. Uh, wait, how wait. Good. I'm seeing, I'm seeing something called, in time. Oh, in time. Is it in time, in time. Yeah. or out of yeah. time?
0: Well, either either one. It's something in time. So there you go. I think it's in. Is it in time, Jad? I think it is. I All, think right. So. All right. All right. Yeah. That's that's right. But anyway, my, anyway, that was a crummy joke, and I apologize. But you get my point. We've got to see the basketball Timberlake doing better at making free throws and making shots, particularly threes. That's why you're there.
1: Paul, I'm kind That's of why surprised you didn't go with Southland Tales. <laughs> so, oh, no, I have No, 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 thank you. No, I'm, I'm good. Gee, <laughs> there's Jeff. Southland Tales. I yeah. don't even know what you guys are talking about. Oh, he's talking uh, about Timberlake a movie in and Timberlake. Southland Tales? Yeah, anyway.
0: Okay, anyway. But uh, that being said, I still have confidence. And by the way, this is going to be really a lot of fun to, to watch Tennessee and, and and KU and see how well this they got to
1: bounce back. Are right? you going to have a chance to see them bounce
0: back? Are you going to have a chance to watch much of it live? Do you think? Or are you going to
1: have? To yeah, I'll on? be I'll be at TV, but we'll have it on the, okay. It should be wrapping up okay. before before I get out on set around four o'clock. So I'll see it. it. It's nothing else like right now. And look, the line on that game, I think KU's favored by one. Uh, the over under at one forty. I don't know what to do with that. Are you betting? Um, it? They certainly. Well, I like to put. I, I like to go at those games. I'll probably go at player props, which I don't have pulled up right oh, now. Oh, okay. Like I have loved the McCuller points prop, which has been around 14, uh, and they're just leaning on to him so heavily right now. I've been there with it. Dickinson props have been really good this year too. Sort of those two guys. So we'll see. Uh, I I don't know that I like the line. I don't know that I like the over under right now. But I'll I'll probably go with some player props uh, when when it comes at it because. You know, I said this, and and we'll we'll get. I don't. We obviously don't have Tommy here. You know, in the preseason, Paul. Like after the after we finished the preseason, and it wasn't. You know, they had the Illinois exhibition, and I know it was an exhibition. And they didn't win that, and then you know they had. They didn't look good at late night in the fog. Uh, they they had the loss in Bahama in the or in Puerto Rico, I should say. You know, there were a couple of things there where I'm like, I, you know, are they – should we be concerned about this? And Tommy thought I was nuts. And I'm like, okay, no, it's that's all right. Then they went on a stretch against some bad competition and right. did what they were supposed to do, sure, right? Sure. Absolutely. And then they came back and beat Kentucky, which was really good to see. But for a lot of that game, they didn't play their best game. Chaminade, I don't think they beat as badly as people thought they would, but it's a 27-point win. I don't even know how to assess that. And then you have this game. I don't think – KU is where I think they'll be, certainly. And I do think it's okay to take pause and have concern right now when you know the expectation is to win a national championship. There have been several times this year we've seen this group, and they do not look like a national championship team. Now, it's November 22nd, and they've played five games that are for real. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Like I'm not worried. There's lots of time. It's early. I get it. But there are things that we are going to have to see get better if this team wants to win a national championship. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that, mm-hmm. and and you know it can't it can't have to be 20 points from Dickinson in every game where they're in trouble, right? Right? Inter- they have to be able to survive games where he's not getting 20 and 15 or whatever. Right.
0: Interesting. It's kind of interesting to me that two out of the three teams that you and I follow, you know, extensively, KUK State, Wichita State two out of the 3 i that'd be wichita state and ku are looking at potential death problems you know finding those guys that can come in off the bench be productive until the until you know the rests are made or whatever it might be so it's 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 an interesting problem ku and wichita state having the same problem to a certain extent
1: yeah and you got to have it too i mean they've got to have have depth to some degree bill subs played short benches forever and ever and ever i that's you know, if he can get it to eight, but it's got to be eight that are really but he doesn't have
0: eight right now. That's the problem. Right. He doesn't even yeah, have I, six or seven, does he? He doesn't
1: have five to me yet. Well, he has four.
0: that's, I don't know. And he needs. Okay, all right. got to have,
1: I mean, El Marco uh, Jackson wasn't good okay, yesterday. Okay, I got you. Okay. You know, yeah. I he, he wasn't very good. So, they've got to have their fifth starter. All I right. do think that's who it will ultimately be. I do too. And then. And then it's going to come down to Furphy. going to come down to the three freshmen because I, Timberlake just didn't—he's not not close right, right. now. And Parker Brown—that's not what his role has ever intended to be. So, it, it, it's an issue, and Tennessee's going to try to take right. advantage. There is no question they're going to try and take advantage this afternoon. Right. Uh, we can get into that. We'll look at some of those player props a little bit later. When we come back, we got to make some picks. We got to get these picks in. Let's we got Kevin Saul, top of the hour Wichita State athletic director. We got to get you ready for you know a big Thanksgiving day of football. Maybe some Thanksgiving traditions uh, we want to get into with uh, with everybody on the eve of it. HX91240 is the IHOP hotline. It is open this hour. We're going to make some picks. I have I have uh, Tommy's in hand here, so I'll go over his as he's enjoying the holiday. Uh, But we'll have that for you. Speaking of those Thanksgiving games, by the way, you can check them out from Westwood One on KFH. Full day of football. Tune in for Green Bay Detroit, Dallas hosting Washington, and then finally a big NFC matchup, San Francisco at Seattle. You can catch it with the free Odyssey app. Just download the Odyssey app and search for KFH. Brockton Savage. We'll be right back. welcome back everybody sports daily here on kfh all right we gotta make some picks here um, I've got you know I've got games I've got Tommy's picks um, I'm gonna have to bounce around between the two you know what I'm gonna do uh, fault no cheating no cheating I here. will not here's what I'm gonna have to do I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put Tommy's picks in the same thread as the games themselves so I don't have to bounce back and forth but don't be looking at who he's picking uh, here, I just sent them in the thread with you and I'm not. Uh, Tommy I'm not and Paul and Jad don't don't do it. I'm not doing. Uh, you got to pick from your heart. I'm i got you. here. I all right, am. so here's where we stand. Tommy and I went seven and three last week. Paul, you went five and five. That puts me in the lead overall, uh, with fifty eight forty nine and three. Uh, we're all officially making money. We're all officially above five hundred here. Uh, Paul, you're at fifty six wins, so you're two behind me. Tommy is now four behind me. as he? has made up a little ground on you, certainly. Uh, so that's where things stand now. We're going to pick five college games, five pro games, as we normally do. We'll do that as often as we can, um, and I think we'll be able to do that one more week. And then eventually we kind of thin out the college football games, and we'll add in some uh, maybe, uh, uh, maybe some more NFL until we make our way through football, and yeah. that's our picks. Yeah, and by the so- way, Tommy's insufferable right now.
0: I mean, the, yeah the guy is just you know you he just, does he, like
1: to send us he does like to send us messages about how his picks are doing and yeah, I don't I, even remember who I pick and yeah, and, yeah
0: I no, I I, keep, I mean it's it's like, hey guys, how are you? you know it's one of those kind of deals you know where hey yeah. what what yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. Well, you know you just come on, Tommy <laughs> I love
1: All you. Right. I love the kid Chad, let's hit the music. let's make our picks here. Uh, all right, so we're gonna, it's a lot of rivalry games here uh, for us in the picks this week, and we'll start in college. Um, we've got Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I was uh, a couple games better last week, so I'll go first here. Uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. You know what? The Egg Bowl. It's it's at Mississippi State. I think I'll take the ten points here, Paul. I think I'll take Mississippi State in 10 points. I don't know why. I don't have a good reason. I think Ole Miss is better. But you know how these rivalry games get. And 10 points is a lot of points. I'll I'll give Mississippi State a shot here at 10 points. What do you think?
0: Well, I think that that makes sense what you're doing. 10 points is a lot. It's a home game for Mississippi State. Makes sense. Those are things that I would look at too. But Ole Miss is just a better team. Mississippi State's an average football team in the SEC. That still makes you pretty good but you're still average compared to a to a University of the Mississippi. Uh, Ole Miss is, is is a lot better than Mississippi State. I think this 10 points will be covered. I'm going to step out, and I'm going to go ahead and take Ole Miss.
1: Yeah, Ole Miss, I mean, Mississippi State is just, they haven't been good in the league. It's really kind of a rivalry game. They just keep it close. And I, right. I think I made a dumb pick there. Tommy's going to take Ole Miss, too, at minus 10. Um, it's fine I'll, I'll roll with it I'll, I'll roll with a little island there all right Oregon State and Oregon Paul I'll let you go first on this one this is interesting this is far more interesting than the egg bowl to me uh Oregon State's getting 13 and a half points in this one. right 13 and a half uh they've been good they've been you know they've been hanging around and, and have had a really nice season um where are you at with this one this this is this is the one of the tougher ones to me. Well, Oregon State's been ranked. I mean, they're a good, good
0: football team, which is part of the reason why I'd like to see Washington State and Oregon State brought into the into the Big 12. I think that'd be a great presence to have up in the northwest part of this country. But with that being said, Oregon State's still good. But Oregon is darn good. Oregon is good enough for Final Four, in my opinion. Oregon's not going to have a blemish on their on their record the rest of this year i don't think i'm going to take oregon and i'm giving a heck of a lot of points to a really good football team but my 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 persuader is probably that at least it's a home game at the university of oregon so i'm going to take oregon i don't i really am torn between this one but a lot of points
1: yeah 13 and a half i'm going to take oregon state here look i i think oregon will win but Oregon State's got three losses all to ranked teams all by three points. You know, it's it just really, can Oregon State keep it within a couple of touchdowns? I think that they can. They've been really good. Uh, you know, this is, I, I suppose, the end of this rivalry for a little while, unless they can get it scheduled somehow. But, you know, it's it's it will be very emotional. I think as far as the emotion, Oregon State has more of it, right? Because they're the ones sort of left behind here. And we've seen it a couple of times. We saw Oklahoma State do that against Oklahoma. I'm going to take Oregon State. I'm going to take all of those points and be pretty happy with it. Tommy is also taking Oregon State and those 13 and a half points. Uh, the big one, Paul, the big game, Michigan-Ohio State. Uh, can Ryan Day finally get over the hump against Jim Harbaugh here? It hasn't been good lately, right? Uh, you can go first on this. No, I'll go first on this one, okay. I guess. Ohio State's getting three and a half points on the road here in Ann Arbor. All this talk about Michigan, uh, you know, in in everything that they've been dealing with, and you know, Paul, they just haven't. They've they've played one, one good team this year. One Penn State, they beat them. When you look at Ohio State, um, I I think I, I you know this is a really interesting matchup. Ohio State's beaten Notre Dame. They also beat Penn State. Their schedule's just a little bit better, maybe. Not a ton. You know, these schedules for the Big Ten teams just haven't been very good this year. I think I'm going to take Ohio State here. I think I'm going to take the three and a half points. I think they finally get over the edge. And as much as anything else, I think everybody outside of Big Blue Nation would love to see Michigan fall to one loss and be on the outside of the CFP. Uh, They wouldn't get a chance to play in their conference championship in that scenario. I'm going to take Ohio State and take three and a half points just because I'd really like to see Michigan lose this game. Where are you?
0: Well, I understand your reasoning. I get it. I I really do. However, you know, I had talked about, oh, just a week or two ago with all going on with regards to this, you know, the the scouting scandals and all that stuff going on uh, with Harbaugh and that kind of stuff. And yet, I said that I thought they could lose their focus. This is a football team that when you have distractions like they have, it it hurts the football team. I was wrong. They're they're playing good football. And I think it might be one of those things where we're going to do this for coach. Because those players love that coach. That coach is a player's coach. People love him. They go to Michigan to play for Harbaugh, for Coach Harbaugh. That's what they do. And because of that... I think that Michigan wins this game. This is a game in Ann Arbor. Uh, Ohio State has to come in, and they're playing without their coach, and yet they're playing for their coach. Does that even that doesn't even make sense? But I think you know what I'm I'm talking about. I'm taking Michigan, and I think Michigan wins this game by a touchdown or two, not much over the spread, but enough to cover the spread. I'm taking Michigan, and by the way. I could easily go with you on Ohio State, but I'm taking Michigan. By the way, that's three that's three separate games you and you and I are opposite on th- the first three games we picked. Yeah. Somebody's going to get well in this in this mix-up uh, mix here.
1: Yeah, we'll see if Michigan how well Michigan plays without having all of Ohio State's signs in this game too. That'll be interesting to see. Uh all right, KU. What well, what did KU. Tommy do? Well, oh, oh, in that get Tommy took Ohio State. Oh, Sorry, Tommy okay, took yeah. Ohio State. Oh, thank you. Okay, so he's yeah, Tommy's taking Ohio State. All right, so KU uh, gets Cincinnati. KU six point favorites at Cincinnati. Uh, I'll take this one. Look, I think I, I, I think I, I, like KU quite a bit in this game. Uh, they've got to bounce back. No, no real question that they'll be able to do that. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll take KU here. I think six points against Cincinnati, whether it's Bean, whether it's Ballard, whatever it is, will be just fine, and they'll get that done. Uh, and that's one I will actually be betting. I like KU quite a bit in this one. Paul,
0: well, I'm I'm with I'm I'm with you. This is almost a no-brainer. This may be the easiest of all the college games to pick, in my opinion. Cincinnati's not as good as they, they were last year. It, it's a it's a bit of a disappointment. See them drop from where they were just a year or two ago to where they are now. They're not very good. I'm taking. I'm taking KU. This is the, the, the easiest of all the college picks for me.
1: I mean, they have losses to Miami, of Ohio, to Baylor. Uh, you know, that's I, right. I just they, 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 the only win in the league they've had is against Houston. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not sure what's going on here with that line. It's a little bit squirrely to me, but I don't know. We'll see. Tommy is uh, also taking. K-U. K-State, Iowa State, certainly more interesting. K-State at home, but they got to lay 10 points here in this one. Um, that's a lot of points for Farmageddon. I think you're up first here, Paul. What do you think?
0: Well, I think that's not near enough points. I think K-State will probably have it covered by halftime. Won't be surprised. I think this game is not going to be as close as many people think it will be. Uh, this is not the Iowa State that we've seen over the last, what, four or five years maybe, generally speaking. Uh, it's a decent Iowa State team, but it's certainly not the Iowa State teams we've gotten used to over the past few years. I'm taking K State. K State. Listen, Jacob, they cover by halftime.
1: Yeah, I'll take them too. I mean, I, you know, they weren't the best versions of themselves against KU, but they were. They still found a way to win it. We haven't seen them play back-to-back games not to their high level, so I don't suspect that they will here. They've obviously got all the Big Twelve implications still on the line. There are so many scenarios of how this could play out in the Big Twelve. So I think I'm with you on that. K State, I'll lay the ten against Iowa State. If it was at Iowa State, it'd be a little bit different, but it's not. Iowa State's got to travel, uh, so I'll lay the ten. All right, let's go oh, to the NFL. Second. We're going to pick all, What's Tommy oh, got? Tom, Tommy picks. Tommy picks K State as well. So Thank that's you. A sweep Thank you. It. On K State right. and KU. Got it. All right, now let's go to the NFL, and we'll start with our Thanksgiving games. Uh, So we'll start with the first one. We'll just take them in order. Packers, Lions, your Lions, Paul, laying seven and a half points at home. Green Bay, uh, maybe, maybe trying to pick up a little bit of momentum here. They've won two of their last three. Um, I I think I'm going to take the Lions here. I'll take Detroit. Seven and a half is not a good number. It's a bad number, in fact. You'd like to see it at six and a half, certainly. I don't think it's going to move off of seven and a half. But it's a short week. I think the Lions would like to run the ball a lot. Uh, can Jordan Love and that young Packer offense respond well? They won't have Aaron Jones in that game. I like the Lions. I like a minus seven and a half, and I suspect that you probably do too. I do,
0: I do, and and not just because the Lions are one of my new. T- By the way, two two words that were would would be said about me that I would never believe. My Lions, can you believe?
1: Your can you believe
0: that my Lions, savages, Lions. But here's the thing: the Packers won't be able to won't be able to handle the Lions. Run the ball real well. Packers will struggle with that. Uh, Jalen Love, you never know what you're going to get, do you? I mean, it might be a good good Jalen Love. It might not be a good Jalen Love. We'll just see what happens. But seven and a half, I think that's a doable number. I don't like the seven and a half. I like the six and a half. Just as you pointed out. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Lions as well. I'm fairly confident about that. It's a little tougher pick. It's not the easiest pick of the day, but that's still a fairly easy pick. Lions are not bad. They're really not bad.
1: Yeah, uh, they're not bad. They're really good, in fact. In fact, they're good, good, yes. They got David Montgomery back, um, which is a big deal for them. Uh, I, I like him quite a bit here. I think they can control it. All right, Tommy also takes the Lions minus seven and a half. Okay. Commanders, Cowboys, you know, the Cowboys, Paul, on Thanksgiving Day, have covered the spread, I think, one out of the last nine or ten years. That's it. I didn't On know Thanksgiving. That. Did not know yeah. that. Yeah, it's been bad for them covering the spread. Now, winning the game has been a little bit different, but right. just covering the spread, and it's gotcha. another big one. Commanders are coming off of uh, just a really disappointing, really disappointing. I mean, they lost to the Giants. Are you kidding me? And the Cowboys are sitting here laying 11 points. I'm going to let you go first on this one. You're up first. Oh, man. I, I don't I don't know what to do, so you go first, and I'll try to decide.
0: Well, I'm going to go with history. I mean, really, the Cowboys have done fairly well for me all year long. I mean, there were a couple times early in the year I wasn't as confident how good they would be as they are, they turned out to be. And I didn't take them, and I went against them, and, and it did hurt me. But I'm going to go ahead and with go with the Cowboys. It's somewhat of a heart pick. I have... I have no interest in the Commandos. I have—I mean, I have no—you know—other than when Sam Huff and and, and w- was playing linebacker for for the um, for the Redskins. Did I have an interest in that team? Uh, I have none. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. It's a bit emotional for me. It's it's their they're my number two team. So I'm taking the Cowboys just based upon emotion. I think that 11 points gets covered. It, it, it might be covered by a lot more than 11 for all we know.
1: It's a trap. It's definitely a trap game. History tells us the Cowboys on the short week haven't done well. Uh, the Commanders coming off of that really disappointing game now getting eleven and a half. But I'm gonna I'm gonna fall for it too. I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Ah, <laughs> there you go. They're 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 just playing so dang right. well right now. And I think of a rookie quarterback up against that defense on a short week, and can Dak just make a few plays with Ceedee Lamb? I think Washington's going to struggle to score, and I think for that reason I'm comfortable with the number. Tommy is on an island here. He's going to take Washington and take those 11 points in that one. All right, uh, let's go to 49ers Seahawks. This one, this number has moved around quite a bit, but right now it's sitting at Seattle plus 7 at home. The 49ers are back from their little, uh, from their little, you know, tiff where they kind of stumbled through a little bit. We don't know who's going to play quarterback for Seattle. I'm going to take San Francisco for that reason. If this is Drew Locke and not Geno Smith, if you're going to take the 49ers, by the way, take them now before we know that answer, because if it, if it ends up being Locke, this could go up to, I would think, nine or ten points. Um, I if, But even if Geno plays, I'm comfortable with the touchdown. I'm going to take San Francisco. They're starting to play well again, and they're healthy, and they have all their pieces back. I'll take the Niners. Paul? You see them last week? I mean, come on. How could you not take the Niners
0: if, if, if you're aware of what's going on? This is a team that seems to almost be peaking right now, getting better and better. Uh, how much better can they get? They can get as good as, as the, to the Super Bowl. That's how good these these 49ers can get. I'm taking the 49ers. As a matter of fact, this may be the easiest game to pick on the on the pro side for me. 49ers over the Seahawks. I give seven, but that's not enough. I'm taking, I'm taking the 49ers.
1: It's a clean sweep. Tommy will as well. Bill's Eagles. this is a really interesting one Eagles three point favorites at home, Paul. Um, you're up first on this one. Bill's Eagles uh, as we move into that is the uh, that's into the Sunday games now. Eagles minus three at home. What do you think?
0: Well, I think the Eagles will get a lot of push, a lot of pass rush. I think they'll disrupt the offense of the Bills, and that's probably the most important aspect as I look at this game for me. And minus three is not that much. It is not that much at all. I'm going to take the Eagles. This is the second easiest game to pick, the Eagles, and I'll give the three.
1: I'll go with you there. I'll give the three as well for Philadelphia. Tommy's uh, going to take the Bills and the points. That's going to be a fun game. It happens at the same time as Chiefs-Raiders, which is our final pick of the week. Uh, Chiefs are nine-point road favorites. I'm going to take Kansas City here uh, just because I think their defense is going to make it hard on on Vegas to do anything on offense.
0: I'm with you. I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. This is, uh, although... At the pro level, eight and a half points is still a lot of points, but at least it wasn't nine and a half. So I guess I guess we'll just. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Chiefs as well.
1: All right, Tommy's going Raiders. That's it. A lot of different picks there. We'll get them done over the holidays. It'll be a while before we go over the results, but we'll do that next week. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. Wrap up hour number one on Sports Daily. Just looking at this, welcome back into Sports Daily. All Brockton Savage here with you. That Cowboys line has jumped to 12 and a half this morning. So uh, you're on the Cowboys side. You're in good shape there because you got an extra point and a half from where that line has moved to currently. Uh, That'll be really interesting to see that. I wonder why that happened. Maybe I I missed a headline or something uh, for Washington. But, yeah, it it definitely moved quite a bit. So coming up in hour number two, uh, we have Kevin Saul joining us on the program. Looking forward to that. Uh, go over all things shockers here as uh, the team gets back from Myrtle Beach. We've got the women's basketball team to talk about. Uh, so plenty to get to on that, Paul. Uh, we'll have that. We'll go through these new CFP rankings. LeBron James, perhaps. I know, Paul, you're a big numbers guy. He reached a milestone number yesterday. Uh, we'll we'll kind of look ahead a little bit maybe to the Chiefs game this weekend and the Raiders and what we expect to I want to get into some of your favorite Thanksgiving traditions. Uh, maybe. We'll see if that happens. If you want to call into the IOP hotline, you can do that, 869-1240. Uh, ours, Paul, uh, when when we are with and we don't have really any now because we work. This is a crazy week at HTO, so we just kind of try to survive until Thursday and then and then get there. But, you know, forever it was Bloody Mary's. A good Bloody Mary on Thanksgiving was kind of the way to go. Oh, uh, that that was sort of yeah. our tradition. That is cool. That's cool. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll have Kevin Salt, Wichita State Athletic Director, right on the other side at Sports Daily. Thanksgiving Eve. Hope everybody's enjoying some family, uh, some friends, whatever it is. We're thankful for you. We'll come back, hour number two, right after this. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone.